gorgeous, gorgeous girls, and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay, and today I'm joined by Sophie. How are you doing, Sophie? Hello. I am currently trying to fight off whatever cold is attacking my immune system. So sorry if I sound a bit weird. Um, yeah, I was like, I've just got to do sixty-five COVID tests. All of them are negative, so it's just we're back to just boring old cold and flu season so I'm gonna have to stock up on the honey and lemon I think <laughs> yay it's a winter the best <laughs> oh it's just my favorite <laughs> uh, so today we're reviewing the second episode of Dragula season five children of the can um yeah, what did, like, just initial thoughts, like, what did you think of this week's episode? Look, I am really glad that I don't have a weak gag reflex because, my gosh, <laughs> like, they were saying, you know, fans are saying there wasn't enough filth last season. Fuck me, have they made up for it this episode? <laughs> Disgusting. Definitely, I was so it was so cool seeing all the like the fan reaction to it, and the bullies were like loving it as well. So, yeah, it was it was a it was a cool episode. Um, so let's get into it. So the episode opens with like a seance, some kind of magic ritual happening, uh, and it's a little tease for something to come and then we go straight to the the laboratory and the monsters as you as they do every episode in Dragula they're discussing the highs and lows of the previous episode and talking about who they think has been exterminated and they unanimously decide that JK is the one that should go home and um, we kind of were also in agreement with that and um, I think it's not even like to say like the costume was bad, um. But I think when you just say I phoned it in and for the first episode, it's it's a bit of a death knell. But I have seen a lot of people actually being like, I don't think this was as bad as what people said it was. What do you think, Sophie? Yeah, I've seen that a lot on Twitter as well, like where people are kind of saying. I don't think it was the worst one. Like, I don't think we should look down on people for having to use, like, Amazon, things like that. Like, I think there was a, a few, like, monsters from previous seasons being like, I got this from this online store kind of thing. And, you know, I think we said last week, like, I, I really liked the look. I thought the idea of it was was great, but I think it was just that off. Oh, I, I thought I could just phone it in for episode one. Like... I think that was probably the bit, you know, the editors probably passed some stuff on and the bullies like, no, we're not having that. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely. I also saw some of the former monsters like talk about stuff that they'd ordered from Amazon and other places. But I will say that their stuff, when you see it on from the episode, looked a lot better than what JK did. So yeah, definitely yeah. nothing wrong with buying like cheap fabric materials whatever but it is about what you turn it into and what you do with it for yeah. sure um so satana returns everybody's happy um and the bullies appear via video to 
give them what the floor show challenge is going to be and this week's fright feet. So the floor show is um that the monsters have to come up with a character and a floor show presentation inspired by the trash can children playing cards. I, for the life of me, have spent like all week trying to find these playing cards because I've never heard of them before. Like they did mention it's from the 80s. I wasn't alive in the 80s. So like I wouldn't have seen them then. (laughs) (laughs) And I I couldn't find them. And I think they've got around it. Oh no, go on. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, the presentation that you see on the floor show later on is so cartoony and fun and outlandish. I'm like, oh, I wanted to see them. I wanted to find them, but I couldn't. So I did some Googling. Oh. I did some Googling, and I think they've tried to get around the, um, like, maybe some copyright, because the only thing I could find was something called Garbage Pale Kids. And they oh. are like, I'll send you the link. They they are like, I don't know if they're playing cards. The things I've seen are like posters and stuff, but it looks like they just look like um, oh, what were them dolls called? Like cabbage patch dolls. It, it looks yeah. like that. It, like that and Chucky when he's been like burned. I've had a kid, and it's just they look just really weird and minging. Like there's some little like toys that have like heads exploding like you there they're on like ebay like you make quite a bit of money from them if you've got a good old collection but oh. yeah they're just they look crazy so yeah i think now that i know what there is like when i did when i found that out i felt like i could like really kind of give better critiques <laughs> for the floor yeah. because i was like oh i've got a reference now <laughs> fair um yeah i wish i wish i could have seen them beforehand but that's fine i still enjoyed the floor show um but there's also a fright feat and the monsters have to chug a cocktail of jellied eels chitlins beef kidneys and juice from the bottom of a dumpster I'm sorry, but even the sound of that makes me want to be sick i've never had a jelly deal but when i see them like that looks absolutely bogging. I've never had like kidneys. Kidney and liver used to be like a really popular cheap meat. Like people would have them in pies mm. and stuff. And it's just like I just don't think anyone would eat that nowadays. And when they were talking about the bin juice, like I used to work in a kitchen, and it's like every day at the end of the day you would empty the bin, and there was always bin juice, and I would just be like walking out with it, like almost crying. Like, I hate the bin juice. <laughs> just can't deal with it oh it's so gross like I I wasn't sure what a chitlin was either and it's apparently it's like small small intestines from animals but yeah jellied eels like that they're meant to be like a like a typical typical British dish and oh I've never had one just the look of them make us feel sick like my dad yeah. really likes to eat kidneys like whenever the whenever the girlies go out and he's left at home with the dog he's like I'm gonna make my like thing of like kidneys liver onions it's so foul like all of that mixed together like I can only imagine the fucking smell of it like the look of it was bad enough <laughs> never mind the smell oh 
Yeah, no. jelly, jellied <laughs> eels in particular make me feel quite sick uh, just to look at. Uh, so it meant to be very much like a London, London a delicacy, I feel like, um, but not one I will be trying anytime soon. Um, although no. when you're saying that chitlins is like small intestine and kidneys, it's like, I'm Scottish, I fucking love haggis, and that's just like all of sheep's <laughs> innards like cooked in a sheep's stomach with oatmeal. And it's absolutely delicious. And it sounds absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but it's so good. Do you know what? We've all got our we've all got our foods that we're like, but we I think you can keep haggis. I'm I'm good. <laughs> you should actually try veggie haggis. It's really good. Ooh, I know okay. you don't eat meat, Look, but veggie haggis is really good as well. <laughs> So <laughs> the winner of this fright feat, whoever gets chugs this cocktail the quickest, gets to cast a curse, the curse of the Teletubby toilet bowl. And whoever is inflicted with this curse must get ready in a heavily used porta potty. Um, I hate that they call it a porta potty because it makes it sound like it's like a cute little place to take a piss. No, like me and Sophie've both done like music festival and stuff before. Portaloos are foul. Like, getting uh, like, the first day, no. have your lunchtime piss on the first day and it's fresh then. Actually, it almost smells clean. But by day yeah. three, you know, after the headliner, that it, the toilet doesn't flush anymore. There's no toilet paper. There's piss on the floor. There's shit on the walls. It's the most foulest smelling thing in the world. And some poor person has to get ready in amongst that <laughs> that smell stays with you as well like it's a smell that never leaves you like it's just oh and I, I don't know like the I was just even thinking about it I was having like sensory overload because even when you go into it like a portaloo on a on a hot day it's so hot in there yeah. like there's so little room to to maneuver. You're trying not to touch your vagina on the seat because you don't want to get thrush. Like you just, it's oh, it's just horrendous. Like like truly, they are bringing the filth this episode, and we haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> no, I was just even your imagination works at overdrive with these things, and you just imagine the smell, the feel, the texture. It's just like oh, it's just too much. It's too much. No. And I Absolutely loved um, Jack Morda trying to infuse a little bit of positivity uh, into the monsters ahead of their chugging challenge, saying it's a trash can, not a trash cannot. Um, so I, really, <laughs> I, I really appreciated that. It's how I feel on a Monday morning, just like, <laughs> I am a trash can, I'm not a trash cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Um so they all kind of discuss who they would curse if they won. You know, Neil Huru's brought up a lot because they won the previous challenge. Um who who would you have have cursed if you had won? I think I'd probably be along the same lines. Like I would pick the person who I thought was strongest, like I'd pick the winner of probably the last challenge, just the yeah, the person who I thought would be my biggest competition. I think that would probably be the best way. And f- like fairest way to play, I think. Like you know, I think most of them would probably say, "Yeah, I I would pick my competition rather than just like singling someone out," which just seems 
Well, I think that's kind of what happened anyway, isn't it? Not to yeah. spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have gone like someone in the top three from the previous episode. Um, kind of later on, Blackberry says that filth isn't their strong point. So maybe would have gone like Neo or, or Gothic. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I would have thought a similar thing. Um, but I feel like I was trying to remember. I should have, should have looked it up. I'm a bad podcast host. Um, was it in Titans something similar happens, and they they just curse someone they didn't like rather than the person like the, rather than the front runner, and they actually gave that person an advantage. And I was just like, that's so fucking stupid. Yes, was it so? so uh, was it was it a border that got, got cursed for something else. Yeah. And it's like just a key like or, or something where it was in it and ended up like I think they probably won or were really high up that week or something. Yeah, and it was just like, what are you doing? And I kind of felt similar in this episode. But anyway, Israel brings out all of the glasses full of this mixture, and it's grey and it's oily and looks absolutely rotten. But then he lays an eleventh glass. Everyone's like, what the hell? And JK returns to the laboratory. So you kind of called this last week, Sophie, and saying that you thought that they were going to come back somehow. Um, and I do think this is a great idea. I said last week, like, I like it when we don't eliminate someone on the first episode in these kind of competition reality-based shows. It gives us a chance to get to know everyone a little bit better and especially with something like Dragula, where people spend a lot of money like bringing stuff and to show off looks, I think it's great for them because it's not like in quotes like a waste of their time. Like they get another chance yeah. to show themselves off. So I I love this. What did you think about it? Yeah, I wasn't expecting them to be back so soon, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I re- you really like that. You know, they get a second chance because I think. You know, the first episode's always really difficult. Like, there's a lot of people coming in. Everyone's trying to kind of assert their personalities, like, really present their drag, what they do. And, you know, I think it's really difficult for audience members just to kind of really get to grips with people and sort of work out, you know, who do you like, who's giving what, who's doing what. So, yeah, I think it's really fab that JK was brought back and just immediately everyone was straight into it with like the shade the insults it was like I'm here bitch and this is what's happening (laughs) yeah there was a lot of feelings in that laboratory like I kind of I understood like Satana being annoyed like I think I'd be pissed off as well if I hiked 10 miles because we find out as well that they hiked all the way back they didn't get a lift or anything so like 10 miles in the dark in full drag to bungee jump off a bridge in like the blackest of night to and then kind of maybe feel like that was a complete waste of my time because they're back yeah so i kind of understood satana being a bit annoyed and kind of also like the other monsters being like oh so it's back to normal I'm not one step closer I've actually gone one step back but at the same Mm. time I love what JK brings to the laboratory like they are loud and they they are just gonna say what's on their mind and the bullies say later on like they have this energy this like 
punk, like I don't give a fuck kind of energy that they feel like has been missing from Dragula for a while. So yeah, I'm like I'm glad they've been brought back. Yeah, I was really pleased to see them back. I think that, you know, for all I've, you know, just said that it's hard to kind of get to grips with people. I think because they were kind of a bit of an anchor in the last episode, like they, we kind of came back to their confessionals and things. Um, so I was really drawn to JK just as a competitor. And I, th- I was really excited to kind of see what else they had to offer. Um, but I can't, you know... I think the line of I see Amazon is living up to the return policy. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like oh, an yeah. iconic read if there ever was one. <laughs> that was so good. Um so the fight fleet starts, they're all chugging it away at their gross cocktails. I loved um Anna. Like I know an American is not gonna understand what makes me get means. And I just love that they kept that in. <laughs> Um, yep that made me laugh so much because I was like it was funny and also I was like no one's gonna know what that means (laughs) that's funny (laughs) Um, (laughs) and and JK wins the fright feet they managed to chug it the quickest um I I feel like as well at one point I'm sure like Anna was like sick on Cynthia's arm and I was like that is foul like (laughs) I think like that's probably what would make it worse like it's the it's not just the you know you've got the the smell of it you've got the look of it like in your face but you're hearing everyone else like gag like basic it's oh what a horrendous like just that is what a horrendous environment like to be (laughs) yeah I think Throb said that like the worst part about it is hearing everyone gag and that yeah that would get me as well I also like seeing this episode I'd I've got like my gag reflex it has like an overactive imagination because it's like I feel it in my mouth <laughs> and I'm like I want to be sick as well and it's, oh, it's it's so annoying actually like watching films where people are like stuffing food into their face and then I want to be sick and I'm like I'm not even there you're sitting on the couch like calm down <laughs> it's like, yeah like, it's like huge, it's happening to huge. me huge is it a metaphobia warning for this episode like podcast episode and episode of Dracula because my god like it's oh it was foul absolutely foul (laughs) exactly um so we don't spend a huge amount of time in oh no I I forgot to say something um so JK uses the curse on Cynthia and we kind of have this burgeoning rivalry between these two. And I honestly, like, not that I'm like, one to take sides in these things anyway, unless there's a clear, like, cut and dry. But I'm like, I don't know what these two are fighting about. Like, I, I don't, I really don't know what's happened. Literally, that I've got that written down. Like, when it all kicks off a bit later as well, I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I can't remember, like, have I know obviously everyone was kind of like you know saying their bit when literally they all first met each other but I don't know where this has come from (laughs) yeah I'm like I'm a bit confused I know there was like a moment last week where like JK was in her feelings about being in the bottom totally understandable and then there was like a little spat then but it seems to have like continued over and I'm not entirely sure why and 
it's also confusing that Cynthia gets the curse because Cynthia was safe last week. I'm not saying that she's not a threat, but in that moment, if I was thinking about who's a threat, like would have been Blackberry or Gothic Neo. I know Blackberry was yeah. in contention, but when she said Fantasia, like I was immediately like, I didn't like to get out of my bed and be like, no. Like, you can't put Fantasia in a portal loop. Like, that's just not happening. I was, like, so against it. And I was just like, it's not just because, like, she is absolutely beautiful. It's like, her boobs didn't fit in. I was just going to say, like, her boobs are not getting past that door. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no, you can't put Fantasia in there. That's, I was like, no. No. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Cynthia gets the curse of the... What is it? The Teletubby Toilet Bowl. The Teletubby Toilet Bowl. Sorry, I couldn't... Who was it? Was it Yoska? Was it Yoska who um, that happened? Like, who kind of brought that up? Who was it last season? Was it last season where they were like, Oh, it's a Teletubby toilet bowl. <laughs> yes, they called Vyovska. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving all the callbacks. Like, the, there was that this week. There was the Merry Cherry um, Nosferatu Beach Party read last week. Like, yes. I love, I'm just loving all these callbacks. It's so good. <laughs> so we don't spend a huge amount of time in the workroom before judging where we get a couple of little bitties about like inspirations um so onyx is taking inspiration from derby girls um for their character or gothic is taking (laughs) inspiration from hemorrhoids and (laughs) neil uh wants to be a sex addict spider Neo made me laugh so much when she was talking about her silicone vaginas. And <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, that needs to just be the line of the series. These pussy lips are silicone. These pussy lips are silicone. These pussy lips are made in China. Like, yes, bitch. It's <laughs> like to look at, I don't think you would think she's so funny, but I think she's definitely one to watch. Mm-hmm. So we're then taken into the floor show. The bullies look 10 out of 10. I love these wigs. I fucking love a cat suit. And yeah, these ones just look amazing. And we're introduced to our guest judges this week, Matthew Lillard and Landon Sider, who we found out like one when the season was announced is gonna be like a reoccurring third judge throughout the season. So if you love London, you're going to love this season. I'm so happy about it. I love London Cider so much. Um, Matthew Lillard also. What an iconic judge. Like, I'm so happy. Like, he is just the cutest. Like, he's little. When you think of drag, you think of Matthew Lillard. I'm like, <laughs> you know you know what, Matthew? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. <laughs> so, um... The first look on the floor show was Blackberry. And, like, it kind of ascertained on, like, after the first watch, like, 
I don't really know what trash can children wear. So, like, I just kind of had to, like, go off of, like, what was happening here and just kind of see if I liked it, if I vibed with it, if I didn't. And then on a second watch, when I kind of understood that trash can children are meant to be quite cartoonish, I did actually like Blackberry's look because it was very, like, bubblegum pop, like, lots of colour, very, like, childlike clothing. Um. So I kind of felt like she was like leaning into that aspect of it. And last week as well, like we said that it was good that Blackberry leaned into like the comedy aspect of things because that's clearly where her strengths lie. So I feel like she did that again this week. What did you think about Blackberry? Yeah, like I think it was only when it came back to Blackberry a bit later that I was like, what, what's the angle? Like, I was like, this is very cutey. I love the colour palette. I was obsessed with, like, the purple and the, like, tealy greeny colour. And I was like, oh, so it's like, you eat, you sort of, are you eating, like, sweets? Or is it, like, obviously, I think there was, like, boil kind of things on the legs and arms and things. Um, But, yeah, like, I think once the whole look kind of came all together, I was like, I'm in. I think it was similar to last week where it was, like, when they turned round. And I had mm. the pillow on the back of the head. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, because I think initially the filth aspect just wasn't immediately present where I think some yeah. of the other looks were. Um, but when you think about like, yeah, the trash can kids and, and things like that, like they are meant to be quite cutesy, little little cute dollies. And I think that that was very much there for this, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah they're like I like with Blackberry's looks like not everything is like so in your face straight away I think Mm. some people make the mistake of like doing too much and it's just like you just as you cast your eyes over the look you just notice all these things and it's just like oh there is actually a lot of thought that's gone into this and yeah and like Blackberry said in confessional later like they were really worried about this and they definitely didn't really have a, a reason to be mm. worried. So next on stage was Orgotic. Orgotic made me want to be sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the, the way there was like stuff coming out of the hemorrhoid, I thought that was so gross. But I love the kind of silhouette of it. It did come across as like cartoon comic book like villain. Um, and with all like the like leather clothes and stuff like it was like a bad guy from an 80s comic or something it like it reminded me a lot of like a cenobite like from hellraiser Mm. um like just that like leather kind of like a bit of a sexy element but also like i hate everything about what i'm seeing but I want to see more of it. Like I mm. wanted to see everything to do with that look. Um, like just the the like shape of the head where it just looked like oh, just a swollen asshole. Like just yeah. <laughs> it was so like it was just minging in the best way. Like it was so good. Like I think for me, oh god, it was one of my favorites for the night. I thought it delivered on like every aspect of I don't think it was as cutesy 
as maybe some of the garbage pail trash can kids are. But then having a look through these cards when I did my Googling, like some of them are like foul. Like there's one I'm looking at here and it's a, it says like slime and it's just a big swollen baby like covered in like spots and like it's squeezing something and there's pus coming out. So I don't think they're oh. all meant to be cute all the time. So Lovely. yeah, definitely one of my faves. <laughs> So next was JK. And I'm not gonna lie, I've seen this and I was just like, this is the same as last week. And then (laughs) and then like as they kind of came out, because it was like white and melty, and I was like, this is the fucking same as last week. But then once I actually clocked that giant arm, I was like, oh now (laughs) I get it. And I don't know how how it took me so long to clock this giant fucking arm, but it did. (laughs) And then I understood what they were going for. And then, like, a lot of the close-ups, like, it made a lot more sense. So it was a bit, it was a grower for me. Because at first I was just like, this is the fucking same as last week. But I I did actually enjoy it. What did you think? Yeah. No, the same. I just thought it just, uh, maybe some of the pieces could have been a little bit more, like, gooey. I don't know, like... The, do you know the thing that really grossed me out and it's like you, I don't think because of the lightning stuff you quite saw it on the floor show but in the um the cauldron afterwards um some of the tips of the semen outfit were like yellow tinged which if you've ever seen semen after the fact that's very accurate (laughs) so I did like that attention to detail shall we say um yeah it's I think once it got into the more performance aspect of it like just jizzing all over like all those papers and things I I think that's when the look for me really came together because yeah initially I was like this just looks like a melted small (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got I got the same thing. Um so next on the floor show was Onyx on Dicks. Um I did I did like the look. It kind of reminded me of those absolutely feral children who will just do absolutely anything. I think anybody I was gonna say anybody that's been like growing up in a working class community but I feel like probably anybody there is that kid that will do absolutely fucking anything and they've always got like a broken arm or a broken wrist or something because they were like oh I climbed a tree or I jumped off the the school roof or something and just they're absolutely fearless and feral and that's what that reminded me of yeah I really liked Onyx's look like I know it was um you know obviously it wasn't as popular with everyone and it was I think some people thought it was a little bit like confusing and its execution but I think if you think about something that's like a bit you know that kind of cutesy um like oops kind of sinister aspect to it I thought it was I thought it was good like I think there was confusion with whose leg it was I get that but I think you know, like just the th- like the thought of like licking a roller skate wheel is is horrible. But mm. I quite liked it. After I thought it was, you know, I thought they were a bit hard done by this week. I think the Lonix. I agree. There, like, there was discussion again around who is Onyx, 
and it kind of made me think about last week when they were introduced and they were like I'm here to learn and mm. I was like mm. I like I didn't clock it then but I'm like clocking it now and I'm just like I think this is where you've gone wrong because I feel like you're supposed to come to Dracula as a fully realized character and yes being on these shows uh like a side effect is you're gonna learn something whether it's about yourself or about like something to do with the art of drag you're gonna learn something but it's not like a finishing school for monsters it's dragula yeah and i think that's maybe where they've gone a little bit wrong um and i think as well they talk about about how much they've got to show i think even that can be a bit much sometimes because it's like Mm. i feel like you have to whittle all that down into one person and I feel like Onyx is like three different performers because they have so much things that they can show, um, which is weird to call mm. that a problem, but apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dracula-based problem. Yeah. <laughs> so after that was Throb. I feel like Throb like fully understood the assignment i loved this marriage between this cutesy character who was doing something really gross and disgusting uh they came as like this ice cream man and the ice cream is their guts and they're like serving it with a smile and i loved like the the headpiece with the kind of comic book style hair and like yeah i love the makeup it just looked like they just like pulled her out of the the playing cards and just like dropped dropped them into real life so yeah i loved i loved throb yeah i agree i think this this look was perfect like it was it was like initially you come out you think oh cute ice cream stunning and then it just descends into like just an absolute horror show and i think that kind of mix of the really like fun cute like almost like pop art kind of makeup and then with the yeah with the innards and things as well it was yeah it was great so after that was anaphylactic i must say like there's something really unsettling about this like blank expression and then doing all the kind of like 60s style dancing and having like the mod dress on and the really bright hair but um Anna didn't have the greatest performance like a few things went wrong and it was it was such a shame because I I think the reveal under the mask was great like the makeup and whatever it was she did if it was just makeup or prosthetics or what I think looked great and I wish I could have seen that in its entirety but unfortunately her mask fell off before it was supposed to Oh, I know I really felt for Anna because it like it reminded me initially when she first came out have you seen that trend that's going around on TikTok at the minute the Uncanny Valley makeup mm. where like it, it just gives us a lot of that I was like is that your face I don't know what's happening it was really unsettling and I think yeah I think just the universe conspired a little bit against Anna this week you know like you say, a lot of things just didn't quite work. Um, I think the you know the sources and stuff that they brought out just that wasn't 
kind of used or if it was used we didn't get to see it um and yeah the face fell off <laughs> it's just like oh no not your face I know you could see it it's like the face fell off and then the wig fell off and like you could just tell they were just like fuck and I was like oh like I felt sorry for them mm. um so next out was Fantasia we kind of spoke about this like pre-recording it's just like Fantasia was on screen for like a second like and I'm annoyed because I, I like Fantasia and it's just like I couldn't even really fully register her look like I get that they I think anyway there's someone that's gone through surgery and all their guts were falling out but there was just not enough time on screen for me to even really register a thought about it so I'm a bit annoyed at the editors honestly for that because I, I want to see Fantasia yeah. yeah my note just says plastic surgery question mark <laughs> intestines question mark <laughs> and I, yeah I would have liked to have seen more I think you know with that you know it would have been nice to maybe have a bit more time with that look because you know are your intestines falling out just because you know i need to be filthy and that's a good way of doing it or is it because mm. it's a tummy tuck gone wrong like have your tits yeah. fell off like what what does that entail and it would have been nice to have a little bit more time with fantasia on on her floor yeah because there was nothing in the laboratory about her even talking about her look and it's like there could have been something in there i mean like fantasia has gone through like surgical augmentation so it would mm. maybe have been nice to hear some of her perspective about that and how it relates to her look but we got nothing and that's yeah. that's a shame because like even all the cast are like Fantasia's a legend and the bullies say later like they think she's holding back and there's a lot more to give and it's just like well yeah I agree because I've seen her for two seconds <laughs> and I want more <laughs> obviously so yeah that was just a bit frustrating for me as a viewer and a fan um so after that was Cynthia um I clearly dumb or sheltered or something because I did not get that she was smoking meth uh <laughs> until someone was like She's I didn't either if it makes you feel better. And it was like on the second watch, I was like, oh, that's the crack pipe. Oh, I just felt really stupid. Um, as like Matthew Lillard pointed out, I love it when like, well, I'm assuming his sexuality here, but I love it when straight guys point out stuff about like fashion and beauty and they're just like, wow, this is so cool. I feel like that's when you know you've done something good when a fucking straight guy notices but I love the silhouette as well I just felt like <laughs> she was like queen of the dumpster or something like <laughs> live in a dumpster but make it yeah. fashion like that's that's what I got from it and then when Jack was like you really should tread carefully with things depicting drug addiction which yeah I agree I think maybe something like that would have fitted better in a like horror category rather than a filth because drug addiction is horrible yeah. and yeah I think you could you could have done something really artsy and um poignant with that if it had been in a horror category rather than a filth um but yeah it yeah. took drag pointing out that it was about a drug addict for me to realize no like 
if yeah if like I said if it makes you feel better I was the same I had to rewind and be like hang on a minute what was what (laughs) (laughs) which is even more worrying because that's kind of the field that I work in around like drugs and things like that so clearly meth isn't a big deal over here as much as it may be over in America but um yeah I had no idea um, that that's what it was because I think what did I write I wrote some sort of doll with big hips <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it it wasn't um I think once I understood what was happening it kind of made a bit more sense but I just think it was perhaps on the weaker side um I mm. wasn't really getting like that proper filth element that a lot of the other monsters were given um I think just the look as a whole um love the outfit love the shape of it but I think just that initial presentation you I wasn't kind of saying oh this is you know a trash can kid in a filth category you know yeah um so next was Jarvis and I'm surprised nobody actually clocked this but it's our second wanking look semen look of the evening oh Um, yeah I love that Jarvis took it. I mean, I think JK did as well with the, you know, cartoonishly large arm, but I love that Jarvis literally looks like a semen. Um, I thought that was, like, really funny. And, um, yeah, they even had, like, a little, like, willy that they were playing with as well. And, yeah, like, I I did like Jarvis. I'm not going to say I was surprised she wasn't in the top, but I'm just surprised there was no comments about it at all. Yeah, because they were straight on the marshmallow thing, weren't they? Like, oh, Terror in the Woods is apparently stuff to do with marshmallows. And yeah, I thought it was, yeah, funny that, like, not just kind of wanking and stuff, but it was like specifically around semen that there was two looks around that. But yeah, she looked like a little sprite, like a little semen sprite. (laughs) (laughs) It was just really cute. And I think what, I laughed out loud at as well as when they're all kind of stood along the runway for judging like just how small Jarvis is compared to everyone else and I think it just looked even funnier because they were dressed as a sperm (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jarvis and Throb like are quite teeny compared to everyone although like you don't know how tall these like AMAP people actually are they could be like five foot seven it's yeah. just like everyone else is over six foot but yeah they do look tiny compared to everyone else <laughs> um Neo was next on the floor show and it just looked stunning um like I loved that they were like pulling stuff out of their belly and like playing with it and just like being really gross when I was watching Neo as well I was like, I'm getting Victoria Black vibes from you. Because Victoria is also an artist. I think we saw in like Resurrection and through Titans, like all of this creative stuff that Victoria can do. And Neil's kind of a bit like that as well, talking about how they're a 3D artist and they 3D printed most of their costume. And I'm just like, I, like, I think everyone needs to watch Neil Huru and I feel like she could like could be the next Victoria Black. Mm. This look was again just one of the most intriguing 
brilliant looks I think we've just seen on Dracula full stop like there was so many elements to it like I think I've mentioned to you before when there's been looks similar that like anything to do with like hair like wet hair being pulled out of like your mouth or your pussy lips on your pregnant belly it's just admit like that is a sure fire way to make me gag like it is just disgusting I find it so foul um so that you know that box was ticked we're in the filth category I just thought it was such an interesting concept um what where you wouldn't like immediately jump to like oh yeah that's I'm gonna be a pregnant sex addicted spider queen with vaginas all over us like yeah what their mind <laughs> <laughs> um Jack and Swan and their little conflab that they have prejudging said that they thought that Neo's look might be the best of the night, but it was missing that cartoonish element. Yeah, that's true. I I couldn't help but agree. And this is what also made me think about Victoria, because I think sometimes she would take challenges a bit too literally and like maybe forget that like the fun or the cartoonish aspect to it and just go like full realism because they're such talented artists and I feel like Neo's just done the same thing like they've created this amazing look but he's just missing that one element of the challenge and it means that they're not gonna win which I was gonna say it's a shame but I think the person that won who deserves it um is there anything else from judging that like stuck out to you? Anything that anybody said or? Oh, we forgot someone. We forgot to say Tana. Oh God, I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, Satana. I just wrote down. She looks like the demon queen of the trash can children. Because I just I loved her like and, and devil like this... face. Sorry, you lagged a little bit there. Oh, sorry. Because um, like, I just like I just like loved her like devil looking face. You know, she just looked like the demon queen of the trash can children. I um initially was like I think Satana was one of them again where I felt like she was only on the screen for a couple of seconds. So I was like, what is this look? What What's the filth element of it? Um, I love the makeup. I thought the makeup was beautiful. Like I just put in like Satanic Bride. Um, and then I think, did she eat fingers at some point? Was it, there was something went in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, she was eating something. But yeah, this was the thing with this floor show. I feel like there was a lot of people, um, like Satana and Fantasia especially, I even feel like Cynthia to an extent, I did not get any time with these characters. I think as well, actually, I'm going to end up having a bit of a rant, and I don't really like doing this when I'm reviewing Dracula, but like one of the points of the challenge was to create a character and come up with a name for the character. I think I know two of the character names. And Anna's was called Anna yeah. Banana, and Onyx's was called Derby Debbie. I don't know any of the other character names because at no point is are we the audience ever spoken to about it. 
and like that's disappointing and as well the floor show this week was so fast that there are certain members of the cast that I see for a split second and I don't like that either because I watch the show partially because I'm invested in these artists and I want to have that time with them and see them and decide what it is I like about the look what it is I don't like about the look and just get to know them and I can't if they're not getting any confessionals they're not getting any time on the floor show and I'm not getting to hear anything about their looks because they're safe they're not getting confessionals there's no time in the laboratory to talk about it so I think on that side of things I was a bit actually disappointed yeah no I think that's totally fair and I think now you say it yeah we didn't really get to know any of the names did we I think the only other one would would have been throbs which was Sid scoops just because it was written on their hat you know it was and I think because that was kind of bigged up as such a big part of the challenge this week about you know you need to have a really punny name you need to you know that needs to be a big part of it and we just didn't get to see like any of it um even if it just you know it wasn't a we'll all stand at the front and say my name is x you know we just have a underneath their kind of when they get announced on the floor show just their little little subtitle of like who they are (laughs) yeah and it's like I don't think anyone would have complained if this episode was 75 or even 90 minutes long for us to have had that but yeah it just everything happens so quickly yeah and it's like it's not it's not fair on them as well they spend a lot of time they spend a lot of money take a lot of time out of their life to come on here and it's like a risk. You, you could come on here and come across as the worst fucking person in the entire world and never work again. And it's like they deserve mm. the time, the screen time as well. Um, yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna like slag off the Billy Brothers for that. I just I think something's gone wrong in the editing of this episode. And I yeah, it's just a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um so yeah, judging. Is there anything that stuck out to you in judging? Um, do you know what? I think what makes London Cider such a good judge is they have been on both sides. Like they, you know, clearly took whatever critiques they got from their time on Dragula and just really kind of want to nurture any kind of future contestant um, and say like, you know, this is what's really good about it, but this could have elevated it. You know, I thought mm. their judging was great, like really fair, really, you know, helpful. Um, you know, a little bit shady, but that's what we love, you know. We'll we love that, you know, love that kind of critique. So yeah, just I really love um London as a judge. And I'm so pleased that they're gonna be back kind of a few more times during this season. Um, just so we can see more of them because like I said I just I'm obsessed with London so I think she's bloody gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I love that like past winners past contestants um come on for judging because it's like yeah they've been there and they know what it takes to win and I think um Landon did give really good constructive criticism um that is going to be really helpful I think that is like a good thing about Dracula anyway it is all like good constructive criticism that they get back but I do think Landon's was especially good this week um so in terms of like placements Satana, Blackberry, Fantasia, Jarvis and Jakey are all declared safe um Neil, Huru, 
or gothic anthrop zombie are in the top and anaphylactic onyx on dicks and cynthia doll are in the bottom do you think the tops and bottoms were right this week or do you think someone from the safe category should have been in the bottom i i think again it's hard to say just because we didn't see a great deal of people but i like i said onyx was up there for me i think you know there was a lot of the briefs that they did hit and i i don't think they should have been in the bottom like i think you know safe <laughs> would have been fine like i think the critiques that onyx got i don't think were like the end of the world like i think you know the story was there the look was there there was just bits of it that didn't quite match but um yeah i think that would probably be the only person. I don't know who I would swap them with, but um, yeah, I think yeah, Onyx was just not the right person to be in the bottom for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I kind of agree, honestly. Um, yeah, because I did like the look, and I I feel like I understood immediately what they were going for. But it's one of those things again. I wonder if there's something that we've not seen. Um that's leading to this or maybe it is just this identity crisis that um the Rayleighs have alluded to that's kind of why they think that they should be in the bottom Mm. um so Throb Zombie wins the challenge which I think is great Throb is so fucking cute after winning the challenge (laughs) when they go back into the cauldron and just hide behind the couch and I'm just like you're fucking adorable I love you um (laughs) and I like the other people kind of say as well like enjoy your moment and they're just like very humble and and cute and just I don't know. I I get that. I hate says me with a platform that I talk all the time on. I put out for the world, but I I actually hate being the center of attention. So I relate to that a lot. <laughs> um. So Anna is declared safe, and Onyx and Cynthia are in the bottom. I yeah. So that's a hard one. Um. What did, what did you think about what happens in the cauldron? Because as we alluded to before, this argument, this rivalry, whatever you want to call it, between JK and Cynthia is just kind of ramping up and ramping up all the time. Um, I felt like really sorry for JK because everybody was like, JK should have been in the bottom. And I like I thought that was out of order, to be honest. I, like, I don't think they should have. Um, like I disagree with that as a viewer but everybody put their two pence worth in and I felt for JK just being like no I have to bite back every single time and it's like I, I felt bad for them because they've obviously had to fight a lot in their life and that's why they have that reaction and it's just like it's unfair the bullies brought him back they see something in him who the fuck are you to go against what they think yeah I think you know initially I thought oh it's going to be quite you know playful like I think you know oh god it came in like pulling no punches like your what the fuck is your arm like this I was like oh Jesus say what how say how you really feel 
Um, but then it that like I don't know. I think the tone of it all changed. Like it just became very like pointed and targeted, and it was. Yeah, I think like we said before, it's really unclear like where this is all coming from and, you know, not just, you know, you can kind of get it from Cynthia because obviously they had to get ready in a fucking shit-filled portal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for everyone just to be like, oh, I think JK should have been in the bottom, you know, I think JK should have should go home. Like, I'd be fucking devastated. I would sit in that corner as well and be like, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. Like, how gutting, like, everyone else is kind of forming these, like, you know, friendships, connections, things like that. And then everyone just turns around to JK and is like, actually, I don't think your place here is valid. Like, you should you shouldn't be here kind of thing. I'd be absolutely fucking devastated. Yeah, it's such a shame. I, like, I, I do wonder with JK and Cynthia, if it is that they're maybe just, like, too similar and that's why they clash, because they're, they just call each other the same thing back they're like you're a loud mouth well you're a loud mouth and it's just like <laughs> you're a dra- like you know drag performers of like of course you're fucking pair of loud mouths um <laughs> and just, like, i just wonder if they're maybe like too similar because i feel like in an alternate universe where that interaction last week in the cauldron didn't happen these two would be best friends I don't know if they yeah. listen to this and be like, that Scottish woman is a fucking idiot because I hate this person. But I do wonder if in the alternate <laughs> universe where that interaction didn't happen, that they would be besties. Because I just, I feel like they're too similar and that's why they're fighting. Because mm. it's like, no, I want to be the loud one. No, I'm the one that bites back. And it's just like, you both are. Yeah. And you can both be that. It's okay. Like, there doesn't have to be I'll just I'll bungee one. jump 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh so i'm just like yeah as much as it's like i was gonna say entertaining that's maybe not the right word but it's like as much as it brings the drama it's something to talk about it's like i hope they kind of like get over it at some point because yeah this like i don't understand i don't i really don't understand what they're fighting about because nothing's happened i yeah i would get it if like something has happened but nothing's happened and I think as a viewer, you know, these kind of arguments and like drama and, and catty comments and things initially can be like, can be fun. Like everyone's mm. kind of getting involved. But I think, you know, when we've seen it in past seasons where like where it just goes on for week after week after week, it just becomes so like exhausting where you think, actually, I don't, I don't want to watch this. It's becoming like, it's just not nice yeah. to watch all the time. Um. So yeah, hopefully it'll all get ironed out. Um. But yeah, we'll see. I think the only thing I just want to mention quick is um when Onyx came back in the room and threw the um iconic. I feel like every every episode I mention something Real Housewives, but this is actually connected to something. Um, throwing the 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 leg down and being like, the only thing fake about me is this that actually happened on Real Housewives of New York, <laughs> where a woman <laughs> literally pulled off an artificial leg during an argument about getting called fake and slammed it on the table it was like it's the most chaotic iconic episode of reality telly I think I've ever watched and I love Onyx for that so (laughs) Onyx if you do listen you have made a real housewives fan especially New York like New York's my favorite franchise like I (laughs) I was gagged (laughs) oh that is so funny 
So this week's extermination challenge is to, using only their mouths, move worms and maggots from like a tray to a beaker. Matt overactive no. like imagination and the gag reflex was working overtime during this because I could feel all the worms in my mouth and I just I could not cope with this because you would like you would fucking swallow some of them as well and like that is so gross and like I can't remember which one of them says it but they talk about how bad it smells and stuff and I'm like Ooh. oh no this was Which... a terrible episode for you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just all of these things that you can just imagine in your mouth, like, oh, no. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> the filth episodes in Dragula have historically made me feel ill. Nothing has made me feel more sick in the entire world than Bitch Pudding's filth look from the season two finale. That makes me want to vomit every single time I watch it. And I don't deal well yeah. with vomit either, especially my own. So it's just not a fun time for me. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, God. it really pushes my, like me to the limit of like, do I want to finish this episode? Shall I just come back to the next one? But like, I'm a glutton for punishment. Like, I will watch it. But yeah, this was like, oh. Because, yeah, you, you would, like, it just would happen. You would, like, especially when you're running backwards and forwards, you would just end up swallowing a couple. And then I'd be like, well, now they're going to, I don't know, magically reproduce inside my, my body and I'm just going to give birth to, like, loads of maggots and worms. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what will happen. Um, <laughs> so um, Cynthia manages to move the most bugs from the tree to the beaker so she is the winner and Onyx is exterminated. I loved this extermination. They obviously put a lot of thought into it because the dolls are the top three monsters. And I was just like, wow, that's so clever. And also, where can I buy those? Because I want them now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I, oh, I do feel really good, though. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think it was deserved. Yeah, like I, I did actually kind of like the that's look. It, that, that's it. And it's just like, yeah, that's it. That's him gone now. And I'm like, oh, and yeah, I do feel kind of bad for them. But then at the same time, I don't like, I don't know who I would have replaced them with. Like, I feel like, yeah, if, if Onyx wasn't in the bottom, then it would have been Anna and Cynthia. And I think I would have really been sad to see one of them go. Um. Yeah. I feel like Anna does have good good looks and Cynthia brings a lot of personality and I'm just like what, as much as I don't agree with their bottom placement it's like was this actually for the greater good I don't know mm. I still don't know I've watched it twice and I've still not made up my mind if I'm like happy about I it know, or I, not I really need to sit in my feelings for this one and just <laughs> Or oh, maybe I've made a Process. decision by next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, that's the end of the episode. No details about next week, no next time, no nothing. Just sitting here until so until next Tuesday, Monday if you're in the States. And uh yeah, but I don't know, I feel like the blues always surprise us like 
you never know what direction they're going to go in. You never know what's going to happen next. So always curious about the following week. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Like, I think it's not, um, it's not like conventional challenges, is it? And it's not kind of, you know, like with Drag Race or whatever, like, you know, there's going to be a snatch game every season. Mm. Like, I think it's the floor shows and challenges that are always so different and so unique. So, yeah, it's impossible to guess what's going to come up from week to week. I wish they'd give us a clue, but also yeah. I like live for you know the episode rolling around and being like, oh shit, it's this. <laughs> I know sometimes they're like we go on trips, sometimes we go to other places to do the floor show challenge. So it's like you don't even know if it's always going to be in the studio, if it's going to be something else. So yeah, excited for next week. Yes. Um so, Sophie, where can people find you online? I realised last week after we finished up, I was like, I've not promoted anything or anybody. I've just been like, bye girls, bye bitches. I want to watch Big Brother. <laughs> just left. You know what? If people were so desperate to find things, I'm sure people are very good at sleuthing. They could have found something. But if you want to make it easier... Um, I am on Sophie Serves Face on Instagram and I am Soph Serves Face on... Okay, and I've realised I keep saying Twitter, it's X now, isn't it? But who the fuck calls it X? It's Twitter. You can find me on the Bird app. <laughs> the Bird app, yeah. No, Elon Musk dead names his children and I'm dead naming his website. I think that's fair. <laughs> so... Uh... Quite bloody right. <laughs> <laughs> um... I am at Hyatt Lindsay underscore on all social media. You can find the podcast at Girlfriend Pod on Twitter and Girlfriends underscore podcast on Instagram. We'll be back next week with a review of Dragula season five, episode three. Ah! But until then, <laughs> stay spooky.